0: Hey, you guys! This is Lita here, and you're listening to the "You Are Loved" podcast. Yes, this is the "You Are Loved" podcast, and I am so happy to be here this morning. It is a beautiful Thursday morning so far, and um, we're going to go ahead. And in a few minutes, we're going to go ahead and start getting um, going back into. The what was it? It's 32 lessons by successful entrepreneurs. We're going to be getting into that in a few minutes. But don't forget to go over to um. You can't clip my wings, and you can listen to some of our podcasts over there. And you also, I, mean, I haven't loaded them up yet, but you're going to be able to go on our website and do it. I've been. Remember, I told you guys I have been fiddling around and trying to um getting my, um, podcast, I mean, not my podcast, I'm sorry, my website going and getting, kind of cleaning it up, and, well, that's what I did yesterday, kind of cleaned up my website and started really working, so, you know what, it was just amazing, um, I went and I, um, I went back and kind of read a couple of my blogs, because I hadn't touched it since, I think the last time I wrote something was in April, yeah, April, um, so I went back and I kind of went over a couple of my blogs and I was like, man, did I write this? You know, sometimes you'd be, you, you be so all in, your, you know, you got so much going on and you're trying to make a point. And you write something, you get it off, you know, kind of get it off your chest, I guess that's how you want to say it. And you go back and it's like, wow, did I actually write that? Not bad, you know what I'm saying? Not bad at all. So I was kind of proud of myself. I was like, okay, I did that, okay. Um, also, I want to kind of tell you guys what I've been doing also. When I come off here in the, in the mornings, um, I take some time, kind of on here early this morning, kind of take some time, and um, I listen to, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Sister Sense. Um, her name is LaShonda Henry, so I kind of listen to her, and I kind of prescribe to some of her um, products that she has and services that she has. And there's one this one book called Pivot. There's one little, um, it's like a, um, a printout. It's um, called Pivot, and it's five mistakes struggling entrepreneurs make and how to fix them. Well, what happened when I read this, I saw me all in it. That was the crazy part about it. I saw me all the way in it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is me is actually me. And I was like shocked that I saw myself in what she was saying in this um in this little printout. Maybe we'll talk about some of it um later on because I was like wow. Okay. And it's very interesting. Um so that happened, and I kind of feel like, okay, I'm in here. Because sometimes I get a great idea. I work that idea for a little bit, and then I get like, okay, all right, I'm not going to do that one again. Let me try something else. Instead of sticking to the, 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 the script, I change the script in the middle of the script. You understand what I'm saying? So that's not good to do. Excuse me. That's not really good to do. And, um... We well, shouldn't do that at all. So, we're gonna go ahead. <clears throat> Again, I want to welcome you to "You Are Love" podcast. As you know, I said before, I am your host, Alita. I hope you guys are loving the information that I'm sharing here. If you're not, please, please, please let me know. You guys can definitely send me a message and say, "Can we talk about this?" And can you get some information on this? And I promise you, I will do just that. I don't have a problem whatsoever. Um, Let's see here. Um, Let's get our, here we go. There we go. All right, remember we talked about the nine? We talked about one through nine yesterday, okay? Um, so, 32 valuable start- startup lessons from successful entrepreneurs, okay, um, let's see, and this is on tech.com, oh, I'm sorry, this is tech domains, I'm sorry, um, wow, I didn't know, Git tech is the name of this one, um, the website I got this information off of. Remember, we said anything is possible if you persevere. We talked about um, find the right problem and solution. Uh, Number three is learn four vital values and skills, patience, improvisation, improvisation, excuse me, confidence, and loyalty. Number four is it's all about people being a good customer service rep. Um, Having a great product um, that you want to keep, not only keep your customers you have now, return customers, repeat service, repeat money, repeat revenue, but also (laughs) being able to gain more customers. Ask crucial questions before you start, like, How large is your potential market? Who are your competitors? And do they have similar products or services? And what part of their business model can you improve on? Number six, get ready to be alone and lose friends. Number seven, think about lifetime service delivery to customers. Number eight, Build your business around the life you want to have. Not the life you got now, but the one you want to have. Hold up. Uh, okay. Let's see here. Number nine work on constant product iterations. And that was the last one we left off on. So let's go ahead and get into 10. Okay, number 10. Cover all the bases across your co-founders. And this is on the techie. It's in the techie world. It says in technology, you need to build a thing that is hard to build. And you need to sell a thing that is hard to sell because it's new. A lot of founding teams have some of these skill sets, but not all of them, okay? Don't forget that you can always bring on a third founder. Covering all the bases greatly increases your chances of being successful. After you lock in the core team, making your first few hires is also quite critical. Another advice for tech founders is solving a problem that people are willing to pay for. Charge your very first customers to make sure they are willing to pay. A good line to use when your prospective customers push back on paying you goes something like this. I'd love to get you on board here. And as early as, excuse me, and as an early adopter, you're paying one-tenth of what people are going to be paying in a year. Because we're going to be doing so much more and so much better. I don't know if that works, but that's what they say does. It says, and your price will be locked in now. Also, you get to have a hand in shaping the direction of the product to solve your exact problems first. That makes it feel a lot more reasonable for your prospects to buy early. So this is in the tech world. They have a product to sell, brand new product right off the shelf. And um, they're trying to get that first potential buyer. And you tell them, hey, you're going to be the first on the line. And as it gets better, you'll be able to get the deals that come with it. I mean, come on. So that's one way of looking at it. It says number 10 is create an internal timeline of milestones, but don't judge yourself on that, Okay. You're just going to be wrong and way off base because there are so many things that you cannot account at the beginning. This is critical to know because we always judge our progress against these timelines, which is so very true, okay? Going in with that understanding will keep you motivated and prevent you from quitting or getting down on yourself. Multiply your timeline by two in order to give yourself a range to work with them. That's a good idea. This is especially critical for student entrepreneurs because their entire lives are predicated on judging their progress against timeline semesters. Setting a foundation for a business doesn't work that way. It requires a different mindset. Getting an A in class versus trying to win at life by building something unique to you. It's a whole different ball game. Number 12. Be prepared to eat glass. Wow. Technology is difficult. New innovations disrupt the old at light speed. When I started off, there was just the web. Now we have mobile web, smartphone apps, VRs, ARs, crypto, the blockchain, AL and the list go, oh sorry, Al. And the list goes on. If you aspire to be a tech entrepreneur, make sure that you're passionate about technology and engineering. Do not give excuses that you don't understand tech stuff and that you will hire some tech resource to solve your problems. You should know the foundation of each and every technology out there and its relevance to your business. So when you get into a business, and and that can relate to just about anything. You get into a business and you haven't looked at business from one end to the other. You haven't done all your research on that business. You haven't done any reading on that business. You haven't learned anything on that business. It's not the business for you. Okay? Um, when I got into soaps and, and, and uh, soaps and jails and all that, I didn't just do that out the whim. Me and my partner sat down and we realized what we wanted to do. And we start studying. And we start uh, understanding how to mix things and, and what goes with what. The sense, the warm, the spring. We had to learn all of that. We had to learn how to mix and match different chemicals. Not real off the, the, the basis is what I want to say. Knowing how to do all of that kind of work. And that it took us time. And then we had to learn business. Okay? Even though I've been doing it off and on, I still wanted to be able to be refreshed. And that's why it's so important to keep refreshed on everything that you're doing now. Keep your mind in that mindset. Keep your paperwork. Keep stuff that you read. Keep books that you can pick up once in a while and go back to the things that you used to do. It is so important that you do that. Okay? Very, very important. Okay? That you take time out and do those things. Keep your mind sharp. You can't get in a business that you're not familiar with. You can't get in a business that you don't you you just you get confused when you touch it. I mean when it comes to your mind. You have to be I'm not a tech person. I know some technology, but I'm not a tech person. I would be crazy to get into uh try to open up a business with technology. I can't do that. That's crazy on my part. Why would I do that? Okay? Why? That doesn't make any sense for me. So I'm not going to get into anything that I cannot, I'm not going to benefit from it. I don't have the knowledge on And I don't really have the time to learn it. That doesn't make any sense. So I'm not going to do that. Um. Okay. So number 13, sorry to get off on my tangent, but I just want to understand whenever you get into business, make sure you have done your homework. Okay. Number 13, business is 80% sales. Sales are the best indicator that your business is striking a chord with customers and meet and meeting a real need that they're prepared to pay for, like you. I'm the type of entrepreneur who would prefer to spend my time designing and building new products and features. However, it takes an incredible amount of hustle to pitch and explain your business, convince your target market to try it and eventually decide to purchase. This means that most important role of an entrepreneur is to talk to customers, on the phone, in person, via email, and messaging platforms, be prepared to spend the vast majority of your time in sales mode. In one of the most, in my previous businesses, we tried to employ experienced salespeople, and at one point, we even attempted to outsource the sales function. It wasn't until I embraced sales myself and spent a large portion of each day making sales calls that we really understood what was going through customers' minds and what needed to change. Sales are really the ultimate feedback from the market. And the sooner you can get this feedback, the sooner you can make changes to your business, product, or service. Message to, excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, You can make changes to your business, product, or message um, to get the exclusive product market fit. Take it from me. If you can't make sales, something needs to change. So let's say that again. If you can't make sales, something needs to change. Number 14, nurture your professional network. Whenever I am introduced to someone in person by or by email, I always connect with them on LinkedIn. It is important to begin to develop your modern Rolodex while you're in college or when you start your first job. You never know when you need a, an introduction to a person or a company that some acquaintance can provide. Through pro- proactively maintaining my LinkedIn network for a decade, I have over 5,000 connections working at every major company and industry. It is rare that I need an introduction to someone that we do not have a mutual connection with, and I have used this network to meet investors, business partners, and future employees. Number 15, a tech startup's journey is similar to a white water rafting. Didn't know that. Similar to white water rafting. Okay, it says, (laughs) you know where you want to go and you rapidly changing river full of obstacles to circumvent in order to reach your destination. However, you have to design and test a new raft that is currently only a concept and drawing on a whiteboard. You have to define how you raft is different and what benefits it will offer to potential customers. Next, you... Build your prototype, drink a ton of river water testing it. Then you realize eight to 10 startup fails, and you must ask yourself, Do I have the grit to succeed? This answer is how a startup founder defines either success or failure. Number 16, determine if your business is scalable. There's a big difference between growth and scaling. Growth is expanding the business by increased use of resources. While scaling is expanding the business with an additional sources, with additional resources. There are many successful unscalable businesses out there. McKinsey, Moskin, etc. If you ever thought about scaling, the first thing to do is to figure out whether or not your business model is capable of it. So you have to look at your business model and understand um, whether or not you need to either scale up, or grow, whichever one fits your business model. Number 17 says, take inspiration from Kaizen. I don't know what Kaizen is, but I guess. Kaizen ideology was coined by Toyota, which believes everything can be and deserves to be improved. Okay. With the devotion to improving a little bit every single day, any entrepreneur can accumulate incredible improvement and success. This is even more powerful if the entrepreneur is able to establish this ideology within the culture of their company, and we're going to stop on number eighteen Success comes from opportunities and not ideals. There are lots of good startup ideals, but new entrepreneurs will find success from opportunities where they are special where they have they have a special advantage. For startups in established markets, find some non-obvious insider knowledge about a high-value problem. For startups in new markets, like the blockchain, speed to market is the threshold to become an expert. And, of course, new entrepreneurs need to understand what it would take to build a minimal, valuable valuable, product. Um, The cheaper, the better. Most importantly, entrepreneurs need... need customers as long as they're building and planning, they just have an ideal. Once they can get someone to pay for the product, then they have a startup. Okay? That's gonna be that's number 18. So we went from um one to eighteen today. And we don't have that much more but um but I thought that was very interesting um the different dynamics of these different successful um, entrepreneurs in the tech world, the things that they're, you know, giving, especially as advice, um, very interesting, very, very interesting, Mm. so, um, uh, I'm just like, um, like, you know, how you can be just like, really, that, that's good, so, whoo, let's see here, I'm sorry, you guys. I saw something else that caught my eye. Um, uh, Okay, we'll talk about that in a minute there. Um, Let's do this one real quick. This is by, it's called Your Story, Um, Making the Startup Brands. It says, Making the Startup a Brand. Entrepreneurs share how they are taking their business forward and cutting through competition. Wow. Um, This is another tech. She leads tech. It says, As competition gets more intense, how are entrepreneurs managing to create brand recall for themselves? Those who can create better customer value Find an unaddressed market and the right product market fit. Pass on efficiency gains directly to customers and find a sweet spot for their brand and stick to it. Manage to cut through the clutter. Here are four startups who have cracked this puzzle and their founders share the story of how they found found the right market fit um, their future. Um, The floating pineapple. Um, let's see what she did. Comfort doesn't mean comp comprising on style, compromising on style or being boring. Uh, let's see. Um, she dreamed of being a fashion designer but couldn't pursue it due to unforeseen events. Instead, she worked at a leading digital advertising company in Mumbai for six and a half years before finally going after her dream. Today she plays a role of visionary, strategist, marketer, manager, executor, photographer, content writer graphic designer and video editor for her startup so she does everything because i had exposure to most of the roles in earlier in my earlier company and because i have strong family support i am able to multitask and see that's very important i'm not going to go into that you guys i thought that was real good thought that was a good catch for us real quick but we don't have to talk about that right now so so we learned so much today i hope we did um at um, 1 o'clock, I'll be on Facebook Live on the Sinla Black Business Network, and we're going to be over there. I'm going to be over there going, still working on launching and talking about starting your business. That is um, all the information we shared on here. I'm sharing it over there. Remember I told you next week we're going to start working on the federal contract information that we're going to be sharing over here. So no one can say that... I didn't hear that information because it's out there, okay? We're going to um, definitely talk about um, getting you guys prepared for federal government contracts. If you're not, or if you're not familiar with them, if you're familiar with them, there's still some information that you can basically use um, in the process. Um I'm excited. Um, I might not sound excited as I usually am. I don't know why. I think I am. Yeah, I am. I'm happy. (laughs) I'm happy. For today, at least. Um, But um, I I think it's um, very important that we continue doing what we're doing with our businesses. I think we should also look, because things are changing now. Remember, things are changing. And it's very, it's very important for us to change... With... That... Okay... Um... Um... I, I don't know... I, I'm just like... <laughs> I'm just like... Okay... Uh... I know things can change... Um... It might be like a little bit kind of slow right now... Um but i think things are going to get better i think um we're going to um things are going to work itself out and um we're going to be ready we're going to be we're, we're going to come out of this in a good spot i really do i um think we're going to really really oh I found something, you guys. I can't go nowhere just yet because I found something else. Wow. Check this up. Check this up. <laughs> Check this out. Um, this comes from rubygarage.gov. Excuse me.com. Reasons why startups fail. How to prevent mistakes that kill startups. Real examples with useful tips. Wow. It says, many startups believe they're creating the next great thing. In reality, over 90% of them fail. Uh, Startup business failure by rate, by industry. Finance, insurance, and real estate, 42%. Education and health, 44%. Agriculture, 44%. Services, 45%. Mining, 49%. A manufacturing, 51%, construction, 53%, and information, 63%. Startup failures in different industries. It says, to achieve success, entrepreneurs should be aware of common challenges so they don't make the same mistakes that others have already made. Um, let's see. Number one, good ideal, bad business. Ideals are easy. Implementation is hard. The most common reason for startup failures is an entrepreneurs assuming a brilliant ideal is enough. Some entrepreneurs sincerely believe they'll come up with a great ideal and customers will immediately beg for it and fork over their money. But actually, they don't. Um, It says... Uh, uh, sh- sh- but bad business decisions led to this startup failure. It's talking talk about a failure. Okay, don't be too optimistic about acquiring your first customers. Thoroughly think out the business model instead. A business model should account for all costs. Um, the required technology stack and team and marketing strategy um, and different methods of modernization, the essence of a business model is to allow entrepreneurs to better understand how they'll run their business and operations and how to attract and win customers. The lesson we can learn is it doesn't matter how good the ideal is, if it can't be profitable or scalable in the future, the startup eventually will fail. Number two, lack of market interest. Unfortunately, most entrepreneurs miss one important aspect in the early stages of product development. They don't clearly understand their product's aim, who they're building the product for, what problems this should solve, and what it might be able to achieve in the market. Okay? Poor market research leads to misunderstanding of the target audience and, as a result, a product that no one wants. Okay. There are some common causes of poor product market fit. Not enough demonstrated value to make people actually use or buy the product. Wrong time to release the product. A startup can be ahead of its market by a few years and customers may just not be ready for a particular solution at that moment. The product doesn't solve a problem for enough people. To avoid challenges with market fit startups, should validate their products using pilot projects um, before launching. Or alternatively, they can conduct beta testing to significantly reduce the risk or failure of market rejection. One more solution is to build a minimum viable product that allows entrepreneurs first to build the core features of a product test it, and then develop the next version according to user feedback. Uh, The lesson to learn to this is to make a startup prosper, provide a new solution that will be valuable for people. One more I'm going to do is called uh, number three, premature scaling. Premature scaling is putting the cart before the proverbial horse. The more the company grows, the further away from profitability it becomes. The goal of many startups is not to be a startup anymore. They're all in a hurry to scale. Scaling refers to hiring people, getting funded, releasing new products, entering the new markets, and growing too much too soon. Unfortunately, unfortunately, not everything is as smooth as it may seem. In reality, up to 70% of startups scale too early. And as a result, do things out of order. So as they say, slow and steady wins the race. So do everything step by step. Get to know your target audience. Number two, thoroughly consider what issues the product will solve. Number three, deliver an MVP to market and get feedback. Number four, add features, fix issues, and release the product again. Number five, promote the product so people know it exists. Number six, optimize a conversion funnel and find ways to retain more customers. And number seven, scale when the cost to acquire a user is lower than their lifetime value. So that's good. Here are a few indicators that a business is already to scale. There's a clear understanding of the lifetime value of the customers and the cost to acquire new users. The business model is repeating many the company is acquiring customers in a similar way. Entrepreneurs work more on the business than in the business. Lesson to learn don't get ahead of yourself. Don't try to grab a new market when the business isn't ready. okay, so I'm gonna stop there. You know, I love to read to you guys. I don't know why, so that's good some good information there. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk a little bit more about this tomorrow. I'm going to look over it before I start talking to you guys because that's a lot of information. So, I want to say thank you guys for hanging out with me today. Um, I really, 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 really enjoy doing this every day. It's wonderful. You guys have been great. Like I said, you can go uh, like and share our page. You can't clip my wings. On Facebook, you can also go check out and subscribe to our website um, on YouCan'tClipMyWings.com. If there's anything that you want to talk about on here pertaining to business, health and welfare, wellness, mental, emotional, please let me know. I don't mind talking about it. But we're going to continue talking about this stuff, and then we're going to go forward and talk about some more. Um, I love doing this, you guys. I hope you love listening You guys, you take care. Have a wonderful day. And remember this. You are loved.